Is this thing on? KRNU Studios. When you think of wine, you might think of Italy or California. But nestled into the rolling fields of corn and beans, there are grapes on the vine in Cass County. And we would come down and uh, take care of the vines on weeknights and weekends and just fell in love with the serenity and the, the beautiful um, nature out here. Slattery Vintage Estates started on a whim, thanks in part to some Cass County fauna. We came down into the valley, crossed over the Weeping Water Creek and take, took a ride on Adams Street and immediately... Two deer and a flock of turkeys ran across the road in front of our car, and he was sold. So that's kind of how it started. Welcome to 93 Counties, a podcast about Nebraska and the people that call it home. In this episode, a story of unexpected success and a pioneering venture that has become the taste of of Cass County. Barb Slattery is the founder and owner of Slattery Vintage Estates, a small vineyard in the heart of rural Cass County. She says the land wasn't always destined to be a fruitful business. It really wasn't a plan. People just ask me that all the time. Was this a big plan or was this a dream of yours? And I always say, no, it just kind of evolved. Slattery and her husband bought the land in the late 90s. They wanted to take advantage of the low price per acre at the time. The land sat for a few years, but it wasn't until they attended a wine tasting at James Arthur Vineyard's that the Slatteries had an idea. The couple fell in love with the idea of growing grapes in Nebraska, so they took some classes to learn how to grow grapes and start their business. A year later, they were planting their first 575 vines. We decided to, instead of being a winery, we are a vineyard where we sell our grapes and get the wine back from a winery. So we have a real close tie with all the wineries because we would attend these seminars and got to know everybody in the business at the time. So we were, when the business of winemaking was just starting out in Nebraska, we were um, in that group. So got to know people and ended up wanting to be a part of it by being a tasting room for all the wines for the people that we knew in the business. The Slatteries made the land their permanent home. Building a brand new home turning the basement into a wine tasting room, and kick-starting their new business. We ended up building a house here just because we loved the area so much with no intention of having a tasting room or anything. So we built the house in 2005, moved in in 06, and then in a couple of years, we started our tasting room, which is actually in the lower level of our house, the wine cellar of our house. I tell the kids and everybody that it's not called the basement anymore. It's called the wine cellar. So we invite people into our home to try wines. And then we put in a big patio and an area where we could have concerts. The first year we had eight bands come out and play on the weekends. Um, And that was 2008 when we opened the tasting room. The decision to become a winery was out of necessity 
due to the small number of local growers that supply manufacturers. There are about 200 vineyards in the state of Nebraska and only about 32 wineries. So you can see where the wineries need the vineyards to be growers for them. The vineyards can't really get a winery license. So like most of the wineries have their own vineyard as well, but that's not enough grapes to supply what they need for as much wine as they go through every year. Nebraska's climate is unpredictable and inconsistent. This creates an annual challenge for the vineyard as the growth of the grapevines and the success of the business rely on the consistency of the weather. We cannot grow French hybrid grapes. We can't grow Merlot and, and Cabernet and Chardonnay and those kinds of grapes in Nebraska or anywhere in the Midwest. Our weather is too hot and too cold and we need hybrids that are made for our, our climate. The Slatteries learned about hybrids. Which varieties would work in Nebraska's tricky climate? There's different names of the grapes that we grow here and, and people don't recognize them. So there's a big learning curve when people come out to taste wine and you can say, okay, you like a Cabernet? Well, we can't make Cabernet in Nebraska, but there's one that's the closest one we have is this one where it's a full-bodied grape, etc. So things like Frontenac and St. Croix and Brianna, all these grapes that people don't recognize the name of, we have to teach them. So, you know, having been a teacher in my life, you know, I taught kids and now I teach adults about drinking wine. <laughs> Slattery said there's still a lot to learn as they still don't know all there is to know about growing grapes in Nebraska. There's challenges like the humidity because we have to, if, if it's too humid, the grapes will get a fungus and then you have to spray them. Freeze, oh, that's the worst part, is in the spring, like right now. We're hoping our grapes don't bud out, because if they bud out now in April, we will for sure get a frost, and it'll freeze off those buds. So then uh, when you freeze off the first bud, you get a secondary bud. The secondary bud will only have half as many grapes, and then the tertiary bud, if that one freezes off, uh, the tertiary bud that comes out of that node will only keep the grapevine alive and you get no grapes. So every spring you're holding your breath until, you know, the middle of May to make sure we don't get a freeze or something terrible like hail or whatever to get rid of your crop for the year. So yeah, it, it is a challenge for sure. Slattery said she works to keep the business running and even get some wine out of her own grapes. Since they are a vineyard, they are not allowed to produce their own wine, so they sell their grapes to a winery that makes it for them. This process allows them to keep and sell more wine for their customers that come for tastings. If we did that, people would walk in to do a wine tasting and they would only have one kind of wine to taste. So we wanted to diversify and have more things for them to try. And so that way, we got the full liquor license and we are not allowed to make it here. Plus we have weddings and things like that where they want other kinds of alcohol. So it's just in our best interest to our business plan to um, have a full liquor license. But we do have the one wine that is made for us and we sell them our grapes. They make the wine at, the, at a winery and then we buy it back from them wholesale and then sell it retail. So we can still have a wine with our grapes in it. So it works out the best. Slattery Vintage Estates also became one of the first glamp sites in Cass County. 
glamping is short for glamorous camping or glamour camping. And Slattery says it is for people who want the camping experience without the inconvenience. So my husband, having, you know, all kinds of hunting magazines around, saw a picture of a safari tent in one of his hunting magazines. And he showed it to me and he said, we should do something like this. So at our place, there are five tents that are on decks. They're up off the ground. They're elk camping tents. So elk hunt tents. So they're, um, they're really nice and sturdy canvas tents uh, and they are furnished. So we have antique furniture in there. They all have amenities like coffee service. They have little tables and chairs, little Adirondack chairs on the deck, heaters, electric blankets. There's electricity in there, lamps, rugs on the floor, dressers with mirrors. So it's like a hotel room minus air conditioning. Slattery wasn't convinced at first that the glamping would take off, but it was their customers who took the idea and ran with it. It's very popular here at our place because we have live music on the weekends and People come out and listen to that and drink wine and they don't have to drive home on the gravel roads in the dark so they can just go to bed. It's, it's a pretty nice deal for them. It's not really roughing it. It's just kind of roughing it. Slattery said they went with a bungalow style tent rather than having a fancy inn, a tribute to her childhood. I grew up camping. Our family, my dad took us on long camping trips all through our childhood. I don't think I stayed in a hotel until I was a senior in high school. We would go on three-week camping trips all the way to, I remember going to Maine and back. So that was just kind of in my bones, I guess. And my husband and I, Mike and I, camped a lot when we were first married. That was, that was how we did our vacations, too. So The decision paid off. Running a glamp ground means less maintenance, expense, and room for growth. I just think it's kind of a back-to-nature thing, and... Instead of building a hotel or something where you have a lot of investment and not sure if it's going to pan out, instead you start small. Like that's why we did the two glamping tents to begin with. We put in two of our glamping tents and the next spring we put in the other two. And then not until three years ago did we put in the fifth one. And people just loved them. So it's just taken off. Glamping has become so popular the county is unofficially considered the glamping hub of the state. I think Cass County is the glamping hub of Nebraska. We, we got it started and we have more glamping than anybody else in the state. Pretty sure we can use that as a claim to fame. Slattery credits the rural setting for the spike in popularity of glamping. I think a lot of it is because we're between Lincoln and Omaha and the fact that there's we're a breath of fresh air getting back to your rural roots um kind of getting away from the city camping but but not in a rough way slattery said slattery vintage estates brings tourists in but cass county has much more to offer the county's proximity to nebraska's metro areas serves as a nice destination for anyone wanting a quick getaway to the country Well, I think it brings people in. Um, We do have way more customers that are from Omaha and Lincoln, Papillion and the surrounding area than we do the locals that are in Weeping Water, Nahaka, Murray. I think it has helped draw more people to our county from outside of Cass County. I can't 
take a lot of credit for that. I think Carl does a lot as a, the director of tourism to get the word out that Cass County is a great place to visit. Slattery is referring to Carl Reichert, executive director of Cass County Tourism, who manages public relations for the county. He works with local businesses to grow county revenue and attract tourists. A lot of people you know, are looking for that truly that unique experience, and that, that certainly gives it to them. A lot different to, about to starting up a glamping activity like that versus having a hotel or literally a bed and breakfast in your house. So, it's, uh, it, yeah, that definitely adds to it. Reichert says rural businesses, like Slattery Vintage Estates, support each other rather than compete with each other. They, they just work with so many people and organizations throughout the county and, uh, you know, help provide, you know, a lot of, uh, instructional type things for, for knowledge about wine and, and certain vintages and how they may pair with the food and so forth. The, I mean, the, they just have a, a talent for having, you know, a, a good knowledge based on what they're doing. And then the culinary aspect is, is just fantastic. I love it that we have lots of glamping in our county. It To me, it doesn't seem like that they're in competition with me. In, in fact, people come out and enjoy our county. Reichert said tourism comes from beyond just Nebraska's borders. Slattery has hosted guests from as far away as Alaska and China. I'm amazed at how far people can come. I've had people stay in the glamping tents from Juneau, Alaska. I've had people from overseas and, you know, for some reason, if, if anybody has a, a French person or an Italian person that comes to visit them or whatever, they want to bring them out to our place because they think it, it reminds them of France or Italy. We had a, an interesting dinner here that I guess Plattsmouth, which is the county seat here in, in Cascade, they have a sister city in, in uh, China. And the sister city people from China came here and had dinner here at our place. So we got to meet an entourage of, of Chinese people that were from our sister city. Cass County might not be Napa Valley, but for the 26,000 or so Cass County residents, like the Slatteries, it is home. I just love living here because you have the best of both. You can go into Omaha and Lincoln when you want to have a night out or, you know, whatever uh, you're looking for. And yet you go home to a, a peaceful place that's safe. That's a big thing too, the safety and kind of a whole different feel being out in the country. From the vineyard to glamping to private events, the Slatteries have made their dreams into a reality. It hasn't always been easy, but despite the challenges and uncertainty, Slattery has no regrets. We love doing what we do out here. I've gotten to see people having wonderful celebrations out here, weddings and bridal showers and things like that. We've had a number of engagements, um, proposals. It's, it's really nice being part of the joyful part of people's lives. This episode was hosted, reported, and produced by Tyler Lechner and Paul Hires. 
in collaboration with Advanced Audio Content Creation and 90.3 KRNU. 93 Counties is a KRNU Studios production from the College of Journalism and Mass Communications at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln.